Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rough Riders Rescue Tales podcast. My name is Christian Meyer, founder and president of Rough Riders, Saving Dogs on Death Row. Each week we'll feature a new tale of rescue, interviews with amazing people who affect the rescue community, and feature a local dog looking for their forever home in our unadoptable segment. Without further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Rough Riders Rescue Tales podcast. This week's rescue story is Brody. I'd been wanting to get a dog of my own, but I didn't want it to have to stay home alone all the time. When I received my promotion, I asked if I'd be able to bring a dog to work. They're a dog-friendly company and said, as long as I had the appropriate paperwork, it would be fine. I went that same day to adopt. Brody is the dog version of me. When people think of pit bulls, people think big, agile, and fast, which she is. But she's also constantly doing goofy things. We're always laughing at her at work. She'll go to jump on the couch and miss. It's the same for me. I'll lose my footing, coming out of a piece of equipment, and fall on my butt. Nothing dangerous, just goofy. We both just laugh at the goof and keep going. She's so calm and good all day at work. When we get home, she gets so excited and bounces off the walls. Her whole body wiggles, and she starts to run laps around the living room. She'll run and jump on the couch, run, then jump on the couch, run, then jump on the couch, until she stops, spins, and rubs her face, mouth open wide, into the cushions. I can get twitchy and jumpy at times, too. It's important to me that we can let our energy out and get a little wild when we play. We can keep up with each other. After she's rubbed her face into the couch, she settles and has to be as close to me as humanly possible. She's not content to sit next to me. She has to be right up against or on top of me. She's such a loving girl all the time. She's my awesome companion and partner in crime. This rescue tale was sponsored by Forever USA. One of the most moving experiences we've ever had as dog owners was sharing Tahoe's rescue story with our friends over at Forever USA. Currently located in Reno and Sacramento, Forever USA is a unique photography concept capturing beautiful moments with fur families and their rescue dogs and sharing inspiring stories of how their dogs in turn rescued them. The best part is, for every photography session booked and completed, Forever USA will donate $100 to the rescue organization of your choice. That's right. You can choose Rough Riders as the recipient of a generous $100 donation when you take part in the Forever Photography Experience. In addition to having the option to purchase wall art, prints, and display boxes commemorating the bond you have with your rescue pet, your rescue story and photographs have the opportunity to be featured in Forever's annual coffee table book. Tahoe even made this year's back cover, and we're thrilled with the way his story was represented. To learn more or book your own Forever Photography experience, visit roughriders.org forward slash forever dash USA. That's forward slash F-U-R-E-V-E-R dash USA. Joining us today is Tracy Kleber, founder of Skullpup, a fun and unique way to commemorate the furry family members that we've loved and lost. Welcome to the show, Tracy. Thanks so much, Christian. Glad to be here. Uh, we're glad to have you. Uh, now, tell us a little bit about what Skullpup is and how it pays tribute to uh, our companions who have passed. 
Skullpop is a, a small company that was founded last year, and it's it's a part of a larger company called Black Lab Apparel. And the founder of Black Lab Apparel, who is my brother-in-law, Drew, wanted to create a brand as a, a subsidiary of Black Lab that would appeal to dog lovers, as we are all dog lovers in our family, and also be a mechanism through which we could support dog rescue. And the, I guess I would describe uh, Skullpup as a dog lover's lifestyle brand. And what we offer is a whole range of products that can be personalized with your dog's name, and you can pick from a choice of different logos and, and colors, and you can personalize your products. And when you when you add your dog's name, you can put a paw print with your dog's name if your dog is still with you, or we offer a halo for dogs that have crossed the rainbow bridge but have mm -hmm. kind of left paw prints on our hearts. So it's it's a way to kind of show your dog loving style, both you know, in tribute to the dogs that you that you have or dogs that you've lost. Oh, that's great. You know, it's it's nice to see different ways to uh, remember, you know, those dogs that, that we've loved and lost. And, you know, unfortunately, their lifespans aren't quite as long as ours. And, uh, you know, it's it's sad when they go, but, uh, you know, they, they certainly leave lasting memories. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I know, you know, speaking as a as a dog lover, it, it really is like losing a member of the family. And we've had such an amazing reaction as we've launched this company and put our products out in the market because, you know, people people love to pay tribute to their animals. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of times we do that with things around our homes, but this gives you a way to kind of put it on and take it out there and show people your love for your dog. Exactly. You can't exact, you know, throw a, uh, a portrait of your dog around your uh, neck and, <laughs> and walk out on the street. But uh, this right, is a great right. way to, uh, you know, take that memory of the dog with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, no. and, uh, we, we start, we, sorry, we started the, the line with a bunch of baseball caps and now we're expanding based on feedback that we've had from our customers into different kinds of apparel sweatshirts, tank tops, um, backpacks. We're going to put some um, cinch bags so that people who like to go out and hike with their dogs and want to throw leashes and collars and um, things into a pack, we're, we're launching all of those things this spring. So I'm hoping that um, we can we can really expand the line and give people some some really fun new offerings. Definitely. Yeah. It's always nice to see uh, a little bit of variety in, in some of the things that you offer, but, uh, you know, hats are definitely a, a good starting point. Um, I enjoy a good hat myself. <laughs> <laughs> so now, uh, how have rescue dogs played a role in your life? Uh, particularly, uh, you know, the mascots that you use, uh, Brody and Charlie. Well, Brody and Charlie are both uh, members of the Skullpup family. Our our founder, Drew, who founded the parent company, uh, Charlie was a German short-haired pointer that belonged to Drew and my sister, Megan, and he passed away a couple of years ago. And Brody is a Catahoula mix 
that is currently amongst their pack. And we wanted to sort of immortalize both of them and, and have our logos represent dogs that have a lot of meaning to our family. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how the, the logos came into being. That's awesome. And then we were talking a little bit before we started that, uh, you know, you've got, what, four rescue dogs and a rescue fish yourself? I do. I do. Uh, I'm currently at my house in Italy, and I have four rescue dogs um, who came from Southern California with me over to Italy. And, and the fish was also rescued in Southern California. That's awesome. And I mean, just to, you know, show the lengths that people go to for the love of their dogs, you mentioned that you had to specifically charter a flight just to get those dogs <laughs> to Italy. Yes, that kind of sounds like a, a very first world problem. And how do I get my dogs from L.A. to southern Italy? But I I explored every possible way to put four dogs on a plane. And, and you have to understand that my rescue dogs are very high maintenance rescue dogs. <laughs> and they were not going to take kindly to being shipped in any way, shape or form over here. Mm-hmm. So we ended up putting them on a on a plane at the Van Nuys Airport and and flew them to Rome. So, yeah, it was That's an adventure. Great. Yeah, I mean, and it just goes to show that, uh, you know, people will... Uh, go to great lengths for the dogs that they love. You know, it's, uh, you wouldn't want to put your child or, or your mother, uh, you know, on a boat that's going to take three weeks to get across, you know, the, <laughs> the ocean. Um, you know, you wouldn't do that with your, your pet either. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it's, it's been very interesting. Uh, we were talking a little earlier as well about seeing different parts of the world and how, they how they relate to the whole situation with rescued animals. And, you know, when I tell Italians here in, in this little town where I live in Italy that we chartered a, a plane for our, for our dogs, uh, yeah, I get some very, very strange looks because it just is beyond the comprehension. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, culturally, some dogs don't um, or some cultures don't value dogs in in the way that we do. Um, you know, they're they're a throwaway animal. They're, you know, not necessarily a member of the family or they're utilized for work versus uh, companionship. And, uh, you know, as we were talking before, you know, sort of the first step to uh, deter that is education and letting people know about spay and neuter. Absolutely. And, and that's that's a big it's a big push here. I know I've, I've spent some time with with rescue groups in Greece and they're facing the same problem and and trying to, to go into schools and, and get people when they're young to to think about animals in a, in a different way and to get rid of the taboos against spaying and neutering. Um, and, and that was that was one of the. One of the things when I when I talked with Drew about coming on board and helping him to run Skull Pup at the very beginning was we obviously want this to be a really fun brand and and keep it upbeat and celebrating dogs and not making it sad, but making it a really positive thing, whether your dog is still with you or not. But we we didn't 
really visualize that this company could not support dog rescue because it's so important to everyone in our family. All of our dogs are rescued. And so that's that's why Skullpup is is it is a for-profit company, but we have made a commitment to support rescues that we see are doing amazing work. And, you know, in, in my travels, both in the U.S. and in Europe, I meet amazing, amazing people who are so brave and they devote their lives 100% to to dogs and cats and animals of various sorts. And they do things that I, I can't even imagine. And so if we can, through sales of our Skull Pup merchandise, support that work, that would be such a win-win for us. Yeah, and that's you know ultimately how our organization uh, got on, uh, or you know Skullpup got on the radar of our organization. That uh, you know every little bit helps. You know whether it's you know just a small portion of the profits that come back. Um, you know we can utilize that money for buying dog food, for uh, you know pulling one additional dog out of a shelter that's about to uh, be euthanized, and uh, you know just a little thing like shopping can go a long way in, uh, you know, making the difference in the life of a dog. Right, right. And, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm very conscious that there are so, there's so many small rescues that live, you know, every week figuring out how in the world are we going to keep going, basically. Yeah. You know, it's not, it, they're not overfunded. They don't have endowments. They don't have slush funds, you know, that they can draw upon. So the extent to which we can, you know, keep keep cash flow going, even like you said, if it is for, you know, that one extra dog that broke your heart and you want to get him out or her out of a shelter or the transport costs, you know, to mm -hmm. get a dog to a new home. Um, my, my sister who's also involved with the company is, is very um, active in doing transport, you know, rescue transports mm -hmm. like, like you guys do. So yeah, it's really, really important to us. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things that, you know, even at the beginning and, you know, I, I left a 17 year marketing career to dive head deep into the world of, of rescue. You know, there were times where, you know, I had to eat, top ramen for dinner to make sure the dog that I was fostering, uh, you know, had a, a good healthy meal. And, uh, you know, we're, we're fully funded by, uh, public donations. And, uh, so, you know, we, as much time as we spend doing transports and pulling dogs, you know, we have to dedicate just as much time to try and, uh, raise money to make sure we can continue doing that work. Yeah, and you know it's it's interesting you say that because I I was a professional fundraiser before I I moved here to Italy and and started working with Skullpup and some other projects and you know fundraising's hard and and I know a lot of people would rather spend their days actually doing the rescue work and but they realize that that's their lifeblood they need to go out and they need to ask for money and and asking for for money is not always the easiest thing in the world to do. So right. if we we can provide a mechanism for people to um, to raise money that that gives them a, a little bit of a hook by offering people some really fun products and maybe you know make their jobs a little easier, make the fundraising a little easier. 
that's awesome for us. Yeah, we've found that uh, in a lot of cases, people are more willing to give back when they're getting something back in return. Um, you know, it's not selfish. It's just, you know, they want to know that, uh, you know, their money is going not only to a good cause, but, uh, you know, that there's some sort of uh, physical meaning behind what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, now you talked a little bit about, uh, you know, your current product offering and some of the things that you're looking to launch in the spring. Um, are there any like really strange or unique products that you're really excited about? Um, I, I don't know about strange and unique, but I would say that what we've tried to do when we first came out with the hats, it, it's amazing. We, we had a lot of people get so excited about the products that we offered. So we're very thrilled about that. And we, we got a lot of good feedback, but you know, the minute you put a product on the market, people have ideas for 10 other products that mm -hmm. you should also come out with. And so we have expanded, like I said, from the hats into some some really fun different uh, apparel items and things that we thought would be really appropriate for dog owners. And I know personally, you feel like a Sherpa sometimes when you're getting ready to go out with all your dogs, the, the mm -hmm. leashes collars of things. So tried to take that into consideration in, in our product offering with the backpack and the cinch bags and things that will make, you know, going out for hikes in the summer, you know, a lot easier with the dogs and some, some other, like I said, some new hats that are, are nice and uh, light for summer. Mm -hmm. uh, one, one of the things that, that we are still looking into is people also seem to love, love, love products for their dogs, not just that showcase their dogs, but for their dogs. And especially the big dog owners seem to want dog t-shirts. So I'm doing some <laughs> research into that too. That's great. Uh, I was just going to ask, you know, if you guys were looking at doing anything, you know, customized for dogs, whether it's a customized collar, um, you know, we've got, uh, <laughs> it's funny, we've got two pit bulls and two dachshunds, I mean, completely different sides of the dog spectrum. And, uh, you know, it gets cold where we're at here in northern Nevada. And uh, so for the dachshunds, we've got like little sweaters and, and stuff like that, that, uh, you know, keep them warm when we're walking them out in the winter. Um, are those ever things that you've considered looking at or is that just sort of down the road if it works out? That That is absolutely on our radar. And, and I think we'll probably um, be looking at, you know, in our next wave of products, we're looking at suppliers who can, because we offer customization, we don't, we don't do necessarily a lot of bulk buying right because we're 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 taking order by order and people have a lot of opportunity to make each product you know his or her own so we're we're looking at suppliers that are able to work with us in in providing products that we can we can personalize in exactly. you know in sort of small lots yeah you don't get the economic advantage of buying in bulk um you know if you're doing things one off for people you know the cost of production is a little bit more um but at the same time it it's m that much more meaningful than something that you can buy um in mass uh, absolutely absolutely and we're we're trying to stay true to that although you know if if the demand continues we we may um, just do some skull pup branded products. If people really say that that's something they want, then maybe that'll be our next wave. And, and then we can 
we can um, be really flexible. And it's kind of nice as a as a small business, and we're all kind of related, either by blood or marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, are, we have some flexibility in terms of our product offering. So, so we're just listening to our customers right now. <laughs> well, that's always a good thing to do. Uh, now, you mentioned that Skullpup is a division of Black Lab Apparel. Uh, what can you tell us about that portion of the business? Well, Black Lab Apparel is a company that also does custom and personalized apparel and accessories. They focus more on business-to-business marketing. So they they work with schools, companies, sports teams to do you know custom hats, jackets, shirts. Um, they they do corporate gifts, things like that. So. What's nice is they're already set up to do all of the personalization. So we were able to slot in Skullpup into to their production. And so we we are able to do this, um, you know, sort of one on one or individualized products without um, setting up a whole separate production line. So it's been great. And we were able to launch Skullpup in a way that that had it been a standalone business as a separate business, we might not have been able to. So. That's awesome. No, that's great. Uh, Now, where on the Internet can people find you? Website, social media um, and so on. So our website is Skullpup.com and our whole product offering. It can be found on on that site. We are also on Instagram at official Skullpup and on Facebook at get Skullpup. Okay. And then on your Instagram site, do you have any tags or anything that if somebody, um, you know, orders one of your products and wants to show it off that they can tag you in and, and, uh, you know, obviously show the world that, uh, you know, they're enjoying the stuff that you're offering. Yeah. They, they I mean, they can either tag us with at official skull pup or the hashtag get skull pup. Oh, that's awesome. We, we follow that. And, and the, the, most popular uh, anytime we put information out there absolutely the most popular is when our customers send us pictures using their or, or, sorry showcasing their products i even had a, a friend up in she's in germany she's a swedish lady and she does animal rescue and she sent us a picture of her horse named miracle wearing a skull pup baseball cap then <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of my very favorites that's so much fun. Yeah, I mean, testimonials from real world people are always going to be far more effective than uh, just trying to tell people what's good and, and, you know, advertising that way. It's it's always great to see people who truly embrace your brand. Absolutely. And, you know, we will probably in the in the ooh, very near future be doing a few more giveaways on our site, which has been really popular uh, to just just build our following because we are a new brand and we're trying to to really build the community. And so people should watch for that on our site. And really, the the Skullpup community is small, but very strong. And it's been so, so fun, even though it's only through Instagram and Facebook, to meet amazing people from all over the world who really, you can tell by their Instagram pages how much they just love their dogs and want to celebrate them. So 
for me, it's, yeah, it, it's a job working on this and getting the word out, but it's also so much fun. And the dog loving community is awesome. Yeah. Anytime you can connect with somebody who's halfway across the world, such as you, you are to me right now, um, right. It, it's rewarding. It's nice that you can get real time feedback from, from people out of situations, out of communities that are just your own and see how they're embracing it. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it, it one of the things that I find amazing is when you cross borders and you cross communities and you meet other animal people and particularly animal rescue people is even if you don't have the same language. And let me tell you, I've been in Italy for three years now, spending most of my time here. My Italian is still not great, <laughs> but the people that are, are part of the animal rescue group, even in this little town where I live, you can communicate. It's amazing. You, you use your hands, you nod a lot and you smile and you point. Um, but the sentiment of loving animals transcends. And so it's, yeah. it's been very fun. And it's been a way for me actually to bond with people in my travels and, and being an expat. That's exciting. Uh, now, we mentioned earlier that uh, Rough Riders is a proud rescue partner of Skull Pub, uh, and our listeners can actually save 10% off any item using the promo code ROUGHRIDERS2019 at checkout. And uh, it, as we mentioned before, you know, it's a great way to get an item, save a little bit of money, and then you help us out in return. Absolutely. I would I would definitely encourage your your constituents, your your following to to go and check it out. Um, for, for me, it's it's such a win win because we we want to we want to help you guys as much as you can to be able to offer something to the people that are supportive of you. And at the same time, get something to, to help in your efforts. So definitely our, our rescue partner program is something that's really important and hopefully we'll be able to expand as we go forward. Yeah, we have a number of listeners who are involved in other rescues, whether on a volunteer basis, they run their own. Um, if somebody wants to reach out to you to become a rescue partner uh, through Skullpup, uh, what's the best way to, to contact you? They can, through our, our Facebook page, send a message, through Instagram, send a message, or you can, anybody can reach out to me. That's great. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, we can send some more rescues, you know, your way. And, you know, by you helping us, we can hopefully help you in return. And it's a nice sort of uh, symbiotic relationship. Absolutely. And, and you know, we're... Like I said, we are small and and we have a lot of flexibility. So if if there's anything in particular that a rescue would like to do with us, we're also open to those ideas too. So oh, that's so much fun. Oh, Tracy, thank you for taking the time uh, to chat with me. Uh, do you have any parting words that you'd like to throw out there for our listeners? But I'm just really, really excited, A, to be here with you this evening, but also I'm just really excited about the company. And my goal is to, to grow this to a place where we are 
doing enough volume and reaching out to as many people as possible so that we can make a substantial difference for for dog rescue really and for the for the amazing people that are out there doing this really important work so thank you again and i wish you lots of success as we continue to work together and anybody else who is interested please do contact me we love it thank you tracy thank you to reach Tracy, simply email her at tracyk at skullpup.com. That's T-R-A-C-E-Y-K at skullpup.com. This podcast is brought to you by Three Paws Thursday. Three Paws Thursday is our very own email newsletter. Hitting your inbox every Thursday, this newsletter is a quick read featuring three tidbits encompassing new Rough Riders news, behind the scenes, upcoming events, community engagement, and even fun dog-related quotes. Sign up for the Three Paws Thursday newsletter at roughriders.org and stay on top of the latest happenings in the world of Rough Riders. Today's unadoptable dog is a little bit different from the dogs that we normally feature on this show. Instead of being from a local rescue or a shelter, this is a dog whose owners reached out to us and unfortunately they can't keep her so she needs to be rehomed and uh, we were more than happy to try and help them out. That dog's name is Galena. Now, Galena is a female three-year-old Australian Shepherd Golden Retriever mix. The reason that her current owners can't keep her is because she is just a ball of energy and we're looking for a home that uh, either has an active family or uh, has a very large yard to run in. She certainly needs a lot of exercise to be the, the happy dog that she is. Galena loves belly rubs. She loves people. She does well with kids, probably elementary school aged and up, and also with other dogs. Now, she hasn't been tested with cats, but we can always make an introduction to see how she does. Now, she is trained in a number of hand signals, but it'd be good for her to have some additional training, uh, especially on leash. Uh, she gets a little wild and crazy on leash, and getting her calmed down when she's on walks uh, would definitely be beneficial to her. Prior to adoption, Galena will need to be spayed. Uh, however, her new family would be more than welcome to bond with her during her recovery. We always ensure that any dog that we either adopt out or work with from a rescue or shelter is either spayed or neutered so that people can be responsible pet owners. Now, for more information on Galena, or if you're interested in setting up a home visit, simply go to our website, roughriders.org forward slash Galena, that's G-A-L-E-N-A, and click the button at the bottom of the page to let us know that you're interested in meeting her. Well, that does it for this week's episode. We appreciate you sticking around. Please check us out online at roughriders.org or on Facebook and Instagram at roughridersaves. Until next week, I'm Christian Meyer with Rough Riders Saving Dogs on Death Row. Rescue on.